Welcome to The Connection, a podcast to connect you to the parish of Yate. My name's Howell. And I'm Justin. We are your hosts sharing with you a series of spiritual tools to enable everyday Christian living in the parish of Yate. becomes intimate. The imminent interrupted with a touch of divine significance. When you pray, you are connected and collected with the multitude elected. You're affected and directed by Spirit's work perfected. When you pray, It's more than words or feelings, more than thoughts or reasons, more than pleas or heartache. Souls cry, mind awake, when you pray. You do what your soul was made to do. When you pray. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the Your servant has been encouraged to pray this prayer to you. If my people, they have been called by my name, practice or a time of the day. It's not boring, it's not one way, it's not for a certain kind of person, it's life-altering and heart-moulding, more raw than emotion, it's communion with the unlimited, unfathomable Father. It gives us unlimited access to the throne room of the King, unlimited connection, unlimited potential, unlimited hope. When you pray... Okay, so welcome to this week's edition of The Connection. It's a special one this time uh, because I've got a, a special co-host with me who is the Yate Parish's Spring Harvest Group Leader, uh, also my wife, uh, Charlie Blackett. Hello, Charlie. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Great. So another voice for you guys to hear this week. Uh, and Sorry about that. Hey, don't worry. It's all right. Beats the Welsh one from the howl, but we've got slightly Welsh today with you. Um um, this episode is predominantly going to be focusing on uh, Spring Harvest for 2019. So if you've missed all the Facebook and Twitter and the communication and discussion that's been happening across the parish of Yate and even into the Froome side, um, Charlie, what is Spring Harvest? 
So Spring Harvest is an annual event. Um, it's like a huge, massive Christian festival, conference type thing. There's three different ones around the country and it's just an, an amazing space for people to get together. The aims are to create a space for people to encounter God and to be able to just be confident in being themselves and their faith. And Spring Harvest isn't a new thing, is it? It's been going around for quite a few years now. Yeah, that's right. Um, actually, this year, 2019, was a celebration of 40 years of Spring Harvest. So it's been going on a long time. And there's events around up in Skegness, at Minehead, and Harrogate was new for this year as well. Well, fantastic. And of course, if you're thinking, well, it's really new that Yate Parish are going to Spring Harvest. In fact, that that is not true, because actually we are very aware that uh, people within the parish of Yate have been going to Spring Harvest for many, many years. Yeah, that's right. I know there's there's quite a few people within the parish that have, have gone um, and they were regular attenders for, for many years and they've just taken a, a couple of years break most recently. So this year, uh, the parish of Yate sent 17 people uh, all the way down to Minehead for Minehead 1 for this year's 2019 Spring Harvest. three main themes that featured throughout Spring Harvest um, that was kind of connected to our Bible teaching by Pete Gregg. Uh, and the three primary uh, themes were unlimited access, unlimited connection, uh, and of course, unlimited potential. Uh, and every day we would gather uh, and learn more about this. And what we'll do now is we'll just give brief snippets of information that came from that that was kind of revolutionary to, to both me and Charlie and to a lot of people that were there. And the first one we looked at was, of course, unlimited access. This looked at the concept of empowering us to know that we have unlimited access to Jesus, to God, to be having uh, to understand that that is with us um we know that at the heart of christian understanding of prayer is the belief that in prayer we have access to the very nerve center of the activity of god uh, it is in christ that this kingdom was made known revealed and presented to humanity um and of course that that poses the question does this mean god is present on the throne of course the answer is yes but he's also present in all all places because of his kingdom rule. We explored maybe some of the reasons why we feel that we don't have access or to a degree not worthy of access to God. Um, we know that humanity as a whole has a problem um, because we have this vision of a throne room that we feel that we are uh, unable to access him we we're out of bounds because of the vision of a throne and to a degree aware of humanity's sinful nature but we 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 know in the beginning featured within genesis which we talked on this podcast that he presented us with a wonderful image of us uh, being together uh, uh, and of course we know that 
sin itself expelled us from the garden. Um, but we know that that's not just the whole story, because as the Bible continues, we know that God gave us Jesus, and, and with with our Christ's death and resurrection meant that we were now able to enter back into this cherished relationship with God um, and, and once again have that intimacy with walking with God and able to reign with him uh, and to have unlimited access to him. This was great. This was a great opening session. It allowed us to really appreciate that that we have that access to God at all times. It isn't something that you can pick and choose. There's no people that are more godlier than each other and they can have more, uh, let's say, more Wi-Fi signal to, to God himself. We we are all of the same and we all have that unlimited access. So a fantastic start. Uh, next up, we're going to hear from Reverend Ian and Ruth um, of a specific experience that they've had at Spring Harvest this year. So we're, we're going to be talking about uh, how things have been. Yeah, well, I think one of the amazing things about Spring Harvest is we just keep bumping into people who... Um, some Well, we had an amazing experience the other evening, didn't we? So, yeah, so, it was. It was incredible. We were having just a cup, cup of coffee in Costa, turned round and there was this young lady who I thought I know you and she was part of the youth group that uh, in the church that we were in in Guildford many years ago and it was just such a wonderful God moment encounter and then at the end of the conversation we said right well we you know we're heading back to our apartment whereabouts do you live and bizarrely and with God's sense of humor they are literally no, living right above us as we speak now in the apartment right above us. I mean, it couldn't have been planned better. It was incredible. I think it must have been about 20 years ago since we last saw them. Yes. yes. And more than that, she's just living the other side of Bristol. So that was amazing. Who else have we seen? Oh, well, we seen, um, today we saw uh, John Rachel. I, I trained with John and probably haven't seen them for about five years. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, of course, we met Dan and um, Sarah Crouch and Martha and their new nine-week-old baby, Phoebe. Yeah. So it was lovely to see them. Yes, to catch up um, with them. And who else? But Spring Harvest hasn't just been about um, meeting people. No, we've had so. some... The talks by Pete Gregg have been absolutely amazing and just encouraging, challenging, and a reminder of how important prayer is in bringing about change not just in ourselves in our community but in our society and the world and I'm quite excited by that yeah I, I found this morning actually a very moving session because at the end he, he invited us to go down on our knees and it was an amazing experience about 2,500 people all going down on their knees to pray for uh, our nation and he led us through this sort of uh, liturgy of, of, of prayer for, for the nation um, and yeah that was just extremely moving and very special and you probably can't see from there but the sun is shining and we've got blue skies 
and it's just beautiful at the moment so it's been a wonderful time and it's not yet finished there's more to come we'll be off for a walk along the beach in a moment and so. we'll be bringing back lots of ideas In the next section of Spring Harvest and the topic, we looked at unlimited connection. Uh, and every morning there was a thing called the Big Start that was a kind of dramatised ver version of, of the theme of the day. Uh, and uh, this was fantastic because they reenacted the concept that a uh, uh, one of the students as part of the, uh, of the play uh, was able to access a new mobile phone provider, a new connection. Um, and it, 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 the play worked out in such a way that they used modern terms to reference the free unlimited access unlimited text unlimited connection uh, and of course all the extra benefits that come with a relationship with christianity and with god um, and of course that really set you up for the day and as we entered into our bible study we we learned more about the kind of deep meaning of connection looking at the concept of the revival of corporate prayer um, and 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 being with god with others I think it was referenced that it's become more modern and more disciplined that we have our own individual prayer stations and we pray by ourselves and and how that should be put in place and 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 how that is a good thing. But actually, the power of corporate prayer was really highlighted in this session, where actually praying together really gives you the sense that you are you're working together, you're praying together, you are together going into the throne room of prayer. And realizing that our prayers really are all together, um, it, it it was great to hear some of some great stories that were delivered to us by some of the um, the, the, the the people that were involved in this session. Talk about how corporate prayer has made some revolutionary changes, where individual prayers wasn't just good enough; it needed to be a collective group, and made some revolutionary changes within their community uh, and within their church. And there were lots of questions asked on how can we increase corporate prayer within our communities within our church groups within our families uh, within our home groups uh, and looking at some of the the traditions that are out there but it was a it was a great session on really understanding how we are constantly connected with god uh, and actually w with the sense of 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 a modern day worship and praise that actually corporate prayer praying together and praying for others uh, really is an incredibly powerful resource. So, uh, another great session. Next up, we hear of Norma and Debbie and the fun that they've had at Spring Harvest. I think that's Have you enjoyed it, Norma? I've had a lovely time, particularly today. The message was absolutely amazing. So good that I didn't want to speak to anybody afterwards. I just was full mm. of what it was about. I thought the worship was really good this week, really powerful, and I felt free to worship. And I really enjoyed it. I felt yeah. at home. I actually went forward 
uh, last night during the call. Oh yes, she did. And the person who prayed for me said that she sensed I was co I'd come home. And I'm starting a new journal as well, so starting the new uh, adventure of my faith. It's been a really good week. Loved it. Okay, I particularly enjoyed it. We had a wonderful prayer meeting after the service this morning, and. It was also all kinds of different things you could do in a prayer meeting that I'd never ever thought of before. Amazing how you could turn a prayer meeting into a praise meeting as well, which was mm. incredible. It really was an eye-opener and, and a wonderful experience as well because of the people I met yeah. during that time. Because you're, you're in your own group, but it's lovely to have fellowship with others from different churches all over the country. And it's been lovely sharing with Norma as well. We've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs>final theme of spring harvest we looked at unlimited potential and this was really kind of bringing everything together that would enable us to move forward to be better to feel more confident to feel more connected to the power of prayer uh, and of course it was a really deep and meaningful question is how do you see yourself changing the way that we pray uh, and how how we pray will impact on others and to yourself and how do we approach that? Um, do we approach prayer like we are a beggar who has slipped into the side room of the throne room of the king uh, and you approach him as a beggar, desperately pleading for God's help? Um, and you get on your knees and you, you beg for forgiveness and you and you beg for things to occur. But, but actually... It was a realisation that we're not beggars. We are adopted sons and daughters of the king who gave us authority to carry out his business on earth as a servant of the household, as an ambassador of the nation, as one set apart to be Christ's representative. I mean, this was revolutionary to lots of people, including myself, where I think we all approach prayer in a way that we feel that we've got to be more like a beggar than we are a person that is a son adored to our father um, but it, it, that in its context would dramatically change a lot of the way that people do um, pray but that's not to say that we approach the king like that we that there is no relevance or honor of course we would still continue to do that but it doesn't mean that we've got to humble ourselves in front of the king when actually we can be very clear that our prayer has such potential it should be more of a request than a humbling plea and we we pray with godly authority we can we can issue proclamations and we can we can we can ask for things to happen and it's not it's not wrong for us to ask that we know that god is the all seeing and knows what's going on but until we ask for things until we absolutely have that realization that we want things to happen we we have to use the potential of prayer to enable that process to occur. Uh, in Jeremiah and in Matthew, there are countless examples of where uh, the writer is told to tell us that, that, that it is such an important component of life to, to understand the potential of prayer. 
it, it really resonated that in Christ we are adopted sons and daughters, uh, part of the royal household, because Jesus' death and resurrection. Uh, in Peter 2 to 9, he, we are reminded that we are chosen people, uh, a, a, a royal priesthood of holy nation, God's special possession that you may declare the, the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. The session was great. It was incredibly empowering. It made people feel that they could go out and really understand that the power of prayer could be fundamentally different uh, and the way that they do pray would be fundamentally different. But equally important, going back to the community, to back to your churches, to back to your world that we live in outside of Spring Harvest and really use prayer to revolutionise the way that we move forward in our faith, the way that the Christian movement moves forward. It, it was a great session. So out of the 17 people that went to Spring Harvest this year, uh, seven of them were actually part of the, the youth of Yate Parish. Um, and I've got my daughter with me, Harriet, who was part of that. And this is the second time that Harriet's been to Spring Harvest. So was looking forward to picking up where she left off before. So, Harriet, how are you? Good. Good. Did you have a good time at Spring Harvest? Yep. Yeah? So there was loads of children this time. Did it? Was that good fun? Yeah. Yeah? Tell, tell me... Let me, yeah, you go off and do clubs, and that's absolutely right. You can look at previous episodes about kind of what the kids do. But what 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 was your average day like? Uh, so we would come in, and we would always find ourselves doing an activity like a word search or like coloring in. One day we were uh, we made these string things where it was clap. It was all over the stage because we were in a theatre. Oh, okay. So. It's part of Spot of Spring Harvest. It is at Minehead, and they use massive environments, don't they? Yeah. I mean, you walk in and you are blown away by the amount of space that all the youth groups get to be involved in. Uh, so, what was your youth group called this year? It was called Go Big. Go Big, and that's a, again a, a national uh, a Christian group for that looks after young people that Spring Harvest are using this year. Um, uh, Isaac was the the youngest that took part uh, this year he was part of a again a group called power pack uh, again a national organization that looks after young people um but go big as a team of youth for christ uh, they're very excited to meet you guys is what we're told uh, was it good was it exciting yeah yeah it so, was fun so lots of activities which is great but i mean let, let's talk about the kind of bible study and getting a little bit closer to god but what kind of things did you do every day to just to kind of feed that enthusiasm that you had um so basically we'd do all our stuff and then like after a while we would have this like show kind of thing where we had stories told to us from the bible okay okay so that was quite good good way of learning it's not just yeah. reading from a bible but it's in, in, a, in a big production show yeah. which was great and, and from your leaders as well um and then did you have activities to do after the show itself yeah sometimes we would have like uh, activity or we were talking our like small groups which was what our little groups was good yeah and so you got to kind of explore the message a little more and but it, so it wasn't just all bible study surely you did some fun activities too yeah so every night we would have a big game kind of thing yeah which we called mega game so we had 
some obstacles and we had to like do some poses and stack cups and jump into a ball pit and trying to find some balls and bean bags. So there was stuff in the morning that you did, then you had the afternoon break, and then you went back in the evening as well, didn't you, and take yeah. part in that, which was great. Well, I mean, if if you are a listener of, uh, of this podcast and you're thinking, what, why should I take children to Spring Harvest? What would you say is the big selling point? Why should people from the youth in the parish of Yate even think about going to Spring Harvest? Because it's just nice to wake up and just go to there and enjoy and like sing and praise and then in the afternoon then you can always just go and do swimming and everything else like that good so you get to be a young person having good fun enjoying meeting new people uh, but also uh, i think you get to like you said sing and praise and just have fun yeah. as well so it's good fantastic thank you harriet so now you've heard some of the great stuff that's happened at spring harvest 2019 it seems right that we finish this podcast to talk about um spring harvest 2020 yeah, so we will be going uh, as a group again from the parish. So if anyone wants to join us, please do get in touch with us. Let's hope that we can get even more people next year. So the theme for 2020 is Unleashed, the Acts Church today. It's going to be looking at the Book of Acts. Here's a little snippet from the, the promo <coughs> leaflet. In the Book of Acts... Luke tells the story of a small group of apprehensive disciples who found themselves unleashed by the Holy Spirit, the same Spirit who had descended upon Jesus at his baptism and was now to lead the church to go global. Sounds very exciting, looking at the book of Acts. I mean, that's a significant book within the Bible and it will be fabulous to explore uh, the message that's within Acts and within Spring Harvest for next year. Prices start at £189 per person. The dates are the 13th to the 17th of April. And it is again at Minehead. An important thing to remember, guys, it's cheaper to go to Spring Harvest at Butlins than it is to go Butlins actually in the, any other season. So uh, I know it sounds like a lot of money, but actually what you get for your uh, for your pennies goes a long way. You get everything provided to you by Spring Harvest, as well as full access to most of what is going on at Minehead, so um, that within Butlins itself. So it's, it, the money goes a long, long way. Um, if you uh, think and believe that you are entitled to this, then there, of course there are concessions and bursaries available to you that you can access. Uh, Charlie, you're going to be the group leader again um, and looking forward for people to coming along. Uh, and you're more than happy to help them through that process, aren't you? Yes, I am. It's a really easy process to go through um, and it can be, you know, just be between me and you. And uh, it's really easy. Do please come and speak to me. Um, if you want to know anything about Spring Harvest or the booking process, the booking lines open on the 26th of June. And so I do hope to have some, or, or the majority of the interest in by then so that I know how many rooms I am booking for us all. So look out for local press, Facebook, Twitter, even just speak to your clergy within your church and ask, can you have some more information? Uh, they will direct you to Charlie uh, and we'll be able to answer some of the questions because in fact a lot of the clergy this year came with us to Spring Harvest. So they know a lot of the answers to some of the questions already. Um, but we look forward to joining with you uh, to Spring Harvest for next year. So we look forward for you getting in touch. Uh, next up is an audio snippet of this year's advert uh, on Unleashed. How would we look and be 
if we actually believed that Christ Almighty rescued you and liberated me, what would be our reality? If we fully realised that he's changed our eternal destiny, that what was our verdict no longer has to be, that though the fall brought catastrophe, Christ Jesus paid our penalty, his resurrection set us free from the curse of sin, and so he brings us in to love, forgiveness, acceptance and community. He adopts us into his family. How would we look and be if we recognise with clarity that though Christ ascended, his spirit now lives and dwells in me. And if you've chosen Jesus, he lives in you too. It's true. But he didn't fill us with his spirit to stay in the upper room. He fills us to step up and step out, to rise up and reach out, to plead for the needs of the down and out, to pray to the one who radically makes the change that counts, to be gospel participators, not just pacifists. Together we pitch in, get stuck in, to see his kingdom enter in, to pray for freedom where there is none, to be on the front line to see his will be done, to bring hope to the hopeless, to bring light where there's darkness, to see freedom from addictions, to believe in healing from afflictions, to ask the broken people make believe the decisions. May we see his power unleashed, his ministry unleashed. May we see the grip of sin, the shackles released. And may the church be unleashed to be his hands and his feet, together unleashed, in the pews and pulpits, but also on the streets. Not just the places on the strategic planning sheets, everywhere unleashed, to see bearers of burdens of baggage set free, to see his gospel radically impact our community. But not on our strength. His. Not our will. His. Not our spirit. His spirit. Holy Spirit. The one who intercedes for us. The one who lives and dwells in us. For your glory, God. Fill us. And finally, we thought we'd finish on a great prayer tip from Pete Gregg himself. Uh, he talks about a great tip that we could all take to our family table, our dining table, uh, when we're about to say grace before we eat. He has a fantastic tip that we thought would benefit all of you, our listeners here at The Connection. Millions of Christians say grace before meals. It's a great thing to do, but it got a bit boring with our kids. So we put a new thing in place where we have this phone. We spin it on the table, whoever the end of the phone points towards, whether they're family, guests, Christians, non-Christians, they have to firstly say grace, give thanks to God, and secondly, they get to ask everyone at the table a question. It could be about anything at all. Naughtiest thing you've ever done, um, most embarrassing thing that's ever happened, favorite bit of music. Over the years, we have had an inquisition on anything you can imagine, and it's a great way of drawing everyone in the table into conversation and into the important Christian act of giving thanks to God for our food and for all of life.